What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. 187 on this fine Monday. The end of May. Memorial Day is coming up next week already. What a what a speed of which this year is going by. It's kind of crazy. The NBA Finals are around the corner. And uh, we already know who's going to be in it without those series being over. <laughs> it, it is an absolute disaster class of a conference finals. I'm here with Brooke, as always. What's going on, brother? Yo, 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 yo. Ch- chilling, man. Like you said, th- this year, moving and grooving, bro. Just trying to take it all in with, with everything going on. It's, it's been fun. The, this finals, I mean, this conference finals hasn't been fun for, for a couple of teams. Yeah. At all. <laughs> it's actually looking like a disaster class, like we've been calling it. Dude, it is not good. And it's been a really good playoffs in general, so it's kind of... It has. It's pretty disappointing to see these be as non-competitive as, as they've really been. But before we get into the games and going over all those, uh, we did get a very sad retirement today, especially for us. Uh, I know a lot yeah. of maybe younger people don't care at all, and that's fine. I don't really care about you for this moment. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, one of our favorite players of all time, Syracuse legend. He got the jersey hanging up. I got mine (laughs) right here. Uh, He did put a video out today, a pretty good, well-done video as well, uh, pretty much announcing his retirement from the NBA, Uh, just talking a little bit about his career and how um, his legacy will always live on through his son. And that was was pretty cool. It was very – like, I was sad, but I was like – Yeah, I didn't expect to wake up this morning and just get in my feels, but the way they did that video showing everything, and especially having his son in there, highlighting that. Man, Melo's a, a goat, bro. However you want to look at it, yeah, he don't got the rings to show. The The points are there, and I mean, the back end of his career was probably up there with as, as bad as you can go out, unfortunately. Yeah. But... It, it wasn't necessarily his fault. Like, it was some bad situations. Like, he heads up in OKC, and it's like, ah. Portland was cool. Yeah. Portland was cool, and I felt like if they could have figured stuff out, it could have kept on going. But you go from OKC to L.A. and Houston, it's like. Yeah. And then there, there was just 100% an opportunity for him to play on the team and help out a team. Didn't wind up happening. He doesn't play yeah. this year. But he gets to go out on his own terms still and, and right off into his own sunset, knowing that he is an all-time great. He's going to be a Hall of Famer, one of the yeah. greatest forwards ever to play the game, uh, despite the no MVPs, despite the no championships. Like, it's all still there. Uh, six-time All-NBA, 10-time All-Star, three-time gold medalist, an NCAA champion, a scoring champion, Ninth all time in the NBA in scoring. Ninth all time. Yeah. And in the NBA uh, 75th anniversary team. So a guy that's going to get overlooked and he's top 10 in scoring. Kind of crazy how that goes. (laughs) Wild, bro. But uh, so stay mellow. One of the greatest. And uh, I'm I'm happy that he was able to to play for two of my favorite teams. Like that's that's kind of a, a crazy thing too. College and in the nba yeah no doubt it, it was wild and i'm i'm gonna definitely miss those days with Melo, especially back with, when he came up with the nuggets when when you had him jr all the boys like ooh, ooh. he was always that, a really that's honestly player. what um that's honestly what really got me into basketball and 
big reason why Melo ended up being one of my favorite players. Yeah, it's, you know, the NBA is great about being like a player sport. It's so easy that, oh, yeah, I still like this team, but I can gravitate towards a player. It's so easy to do just because teams don't play that often and you're watching a game and you just see a guy dominate. You're like, man, that guy's like tantalizing. Like he's really he's like a polarizing figure. I want to watch that. And, and Melo was one of those guys. So uh, for sure. Congrats on the great career. Uh, I don't know when he'll get into the Hall of Fame, but it'll be sooner than later. <laughs> and uh, I'll be really excited for, for that opportunity. Also the greatest USA national team player ever him and KD now so two goats in that regard and I appreciate that um but yeah I mean stay mellow stay mellow and he did it right before the finals which is great because he never made it to the finals so I appreciate him <laughs> I appreciate him even in retirement knowing his lane <laughs> Uh, I appreciate it. I really not do. not the slander. It's not slander. It's <laughs> factual. If it's slander, it would have been false. Okay. It's okay. We appreciate him regardless. Uh, which of these two absolute messes of a conference final do you want to start with? Because I'm really angry with both. <laughs> For different reasons. For very well, let's different start, reasons. Let's start out West because that, that's the one that's least surprising yeah okay so let's start out west denver nuggets with the two-time mvp and probably should have been three-time mvp clearly as we're seeing in these playoffs it's a shame it's not like a playoff included award sometimes but it is what it is the denver nuggets were the third best team in the entire regular season in the all all of the nba they were the one seed out west they dominated the Timberwolves. They dominated the Suns. And now here they are with a 3-0 lead against LeBron James and Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Clippers. Or not Clippers, Lakers. The Clippers wouldn't be here. Um, <laughs> and listen, there's a lot of things that the Lakers could have done better in this series. LeBron looks old. He looks a little. He does. And it's not like old, like he looks bad. He just looks like he's not being as aggressive. He's clearly deferring at times and that's it kind of makes sense because denver is a team that scores so much and they play with pace and they move so often and they're going up and down the court so much that like when you're playing 40 minutes a game like lebron is you're just gonna be tired and and, and you know all we've mentioned it before but all of these years and years and years of playoff runs over and over and over again it catches up to you. He's playing 41 minutes a game right now. And he's actually playing pretty well, too. It's not like he's not playing well. He's just not no. shooting great. 15% from three in this series. And I know he's been bad all playoffs from three. Oh. So that's, like, a big portion of what's happening. He's, like, causing less spacing just by being a terrible shooter right now. So mm-hmm. that's really tough which obviously him shooting poorly makes it more difficult to score in general because now he can't get to the paint because you can kind of slack off a little bit on the perimeter. Yeah, you, you know if he's not pulling it, he's just going to drive. Yeah, him. and so that's obviously difficult for LeBron. Again, he feels like he's te- taking a step back. Listen, if taking a step back for this this old, old man now is him putting up 23.7, 10 assists, and 9 boards, that's crazy. Yeah. 
That's crazy. If you were getting that out of Jalen Brown, <laughs> the Celtics wouldn't be down <laughs> 3-1 right now. So <laughs> it's not LeBron's fault. What it really comes down to is this team, they have a lot of pretty good players. But they don't really have anybody that can take over the game when Anthony Davis isn't on. And and if your name isn't LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, or Rui Hachimura, you're not doing anything. Where anything. are you? Anything. Where are you? Anything. You got. You're getting nothing. D'Angelo's been horrible. One for eight. He had three points. Vanderbilt two points. Like. Dennis Schroeder and Lonnie Walker combined for four shots. D'Angelo is shooting 29% in the conference finals. 29%. They got him to make buckets. Like, that's the reason they went and traded for him, to go get a bucket. And so that's been pretty tough. Um, Ruri's actually played fantastic. Yeah. And Ruri is the ultimate, like, situation kind of determines, like, stuff in the NBA. Like you can become an infinitely better player. Kind of like what we saw with um Bridges out in Brooklyn. Like just your situation changes everything. Uh Rory's been pretty good, but now it becomes a four-man team and the biggest issue that Denver has posed to everybody in the league is that they are the deepest team in the playoffs. That's yeah. been their biggest thing. They are the deepest team in this playoffs. They have eight players. They can run 17 or more minutes out there every single game, and that doesn't happen on championship-caliber teams too often. It usually runs down to a six-, seven-man rotation, and one of those guys is still playing poorly or playing off, right, and kind of have to make up for it a little bit. The Nuggets are and have been for the last month and a half Firing on all cylinders, despite every now and then you get, you know, a clunker from from Jamal or uh, yeah. some there's some games Aaron Gordon's not like showing up, which is fine. If I would have told you that coming into this series that Aaron Gordon would be the sixth highest scorer for the Nuggets. You would have think they're getting smoked out of the gym. And that's just that couldn't be further from the case. Bruce Brown's providing great minutes. Michael Porter Jr. had six assists the other day. Do you know how crazy that is? That boy doesn't pass. <laughs> he <laughs> never looks to pass that ball. He is a shooter. And he's even Straight buying shoot, it baby. and throwing out some assists and getting some people open looks. Yeah, they're getting support from everybody. That's the thing. Like, again, outside of the four names I mentioned with the Lakers. <laughs> You go down the list and you're getting it from everywhere on on Denver. So it's like, how are you going to compete with that, bro? LeBron's not out here putting up 35. So what are you going to do? Where are you getting these 15 points that you're losing by? (laughs) You ain't. (laughs) You're not. You ain't. (laughs) You're not. And one of my biggest issues coming into this series, and I I heard about it a lot on Twitter and just like in, in places where I've been talking to people about this series, I heard a lot about Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis. He's been coming into this series one of the better players in the playoffs. Defensively, he's been the best player in the playoffs, right? And then he's had a couple dominant offensive games. So the the narrative that I was hearing was Anthony Davis is not going to get stopped defensively. 
And he's going to stop Jokic. Or slow down Jokic or whatever their verbiage was, right? If this is slowing down Jokic, this is the scariest player I've ever seen. He's going 27 on 52.3%. Shooting 45% from three. 52% from the field for Jokic is very bad. This is a 60-65% shooter. He is efficient. Like, that is what his game is, is being efficient. And he's a, he hasn't been as efficient in this series, and he's still just making this offense run. Because it's not all about him shooting sometimes. And they got guys around him. And I, I think that's maybe part of the problem. Like, as a Lakers fan, you're probably like, oh, KCP, he was a bum for us. Yeah, because you guys were asking him to, like, go up the court and, like, handle the ball and, like, run a pick and roll when, like, LeBron <laughs> didn't feel like it. That's not who this guy is. And so Jokic is just making the case like we came into um, these conference finals. Which person is going to set the legacy for themselves? And and Jokic is making that case. And and listen, LeBron doesn't have anything to lose in this. No, and that's why he wasn't in the conversation for that. He has nothing to lose for this. Anthony Davis has played pretty well, but Anthony Davis is now becoming this guy that is inconsistent. And that's a thing. Yeah. He looks horrible and lost in some games. And then some games he looks like prime Shaq. It's it's, it's genuinely like kind of baffling. Like I don't know if it's in his preparation or just like he kind of rolls in one game and thinks the next game he doesn't have to like go all hard because like it's coming easy. I don't know. But I don't want to discredit the Nuggets in this. I don't think this is a Lakers fumbling of any sort. I think the Nuggets are just that much better that they should be up 3-0. Yeah. I think they're just a better team at every single position on the court besides whatever, like, LeBron's better than obviously whatever forward you're talking about. But, like, it's a deeper team. They're better coached. They <laughs> And, like... They have guys who perform in the playoffs. Jamal Murray performs. And again, he has clunkers. And he comes back and then he drops 40. He put up 30 in the first half of game three. 30. Wild. And then he slowed down. He only wound up with 37. But, like, they didn't need any more. So. Yeah, they're already dead. What are you going to do? Listen, this series, I, I, I think we said it last week. I thought it was going to be five games. I, I still think, do. I I still do. There's no gentlemen's here. This is over. I mean, obviously, both of these series are over, right? I'll eat a shoe if if one of these teams down 3-0 <laughs> winds up winning this series. I'll, I'll find a shoe and start chomping. But, no, ne- neither are winning, but I, I do think, and I could almost confidently say, that they'll both get a game. I don't think we're getting two sweeps. I, I really don't. Like, how are you guys going to go out like that? <laughs> how? How are you both <laughs> two of the best teams in the playoffs and you go out like that to a seven and an eight seed? How? <laughs> There's no way, bro. Listen, There's no way. <laughs> shout out to the Nuggets because they have come into this playoffs and, like I said, dominated. Yeah. They mopped up the Timberwolves 
Mm-hmm. And shout out to Anthony Edwards because Anthony Edwards is the only guy, him and Devin Booker, are the only guys that have been consistently able to score on Denver, which is crazy because they're not even like this tremendous defensive team by any means, right? Yeah. Or they're an okay defensive team. They're pretty good. They score incredibly efficiently. Uh, but they've steamrolled everybody. They were the one seed. They've come in. They've steamrolled everybody. And even if this series goes five, they steamrolled it. Like that game four, game four is, is going to have to happen where you're getting 36 from Anthony Davis. LeBron's giving you 28. You're going to need Hachimura on 14. Austin Reeves to give you 20. And like, you're going to need the ball with like 45 seconds left and a two point lead and then get fouled and then win it that way. That's how they're going to have to win a singular game. It's going to yeah. be like a, a dog fight. I'm, fighting for my life type of a game and then game five is going to happen and Denver's going to win by 22. Yeah. Jokic is going to put up 24, 16 and 12 on like 70% shooting. And we'll be like, no, okay. That that, they're probably going to dog walk the finals too. If we're being honest at this point. Yeah. Cause as and I'm, we could go ahead and move on now. We, we don't got to stay stay on this uh, dead horse no more. No. But e- even with the, the Heat playing the Nuggets and how great their run has been, I don't see them being able to bring the Cinderella past Denver. I you, really don't. You know what really sucks is that this Miami Heat team, this isn't even a Cinderella at this point. They've been to three conference finals in the last couple, in the last four years. They've been to the finals back in 2020. So this is not a team that, like, realistically we should be surprised is at this point. I just think coming into the season, we saw the moves that they made, which was nothing, and we're like, you guys just lost in seven to the Celtics. They get another year of experience. In what world should you guys just assume that bringing this same core back runs it back and, like, you win game seven next time, right? Like, that was how my mind was coming into the year. Mm-hmm. And then they don't make moves. At the trade deadline, and at, at for they went and got some buyout players, which buyout players never are helpful. But here they are. They get Kevin Love, who's been fantastic in the minutes that he plays. And he's providing so much veteran and, like, leadership uh from obviously those Cavaliers days. Uh, Cody Zeller has been pretty decent in the minutes that he's played. Two buyout players. They have four undrafted guys that are just balling. And Jalen Brown said it best after the game last night. He said, these guys, I, I'm you know, I'm not saying it verbatim. I don't remember the exact quote. But it was pretty much, these guys are playing above their means. And they're balling. And we can't stop them. We need to be better. Which pretty much translates to, we are a more talented team, we're a better team, but they're just playing insane. Yeah, when you got got guys like Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, and Caleb Martin going off on you, like, what are you going to do? Gabe Vincent had 29 on 11 for 14 shooting and 6 from for 9 from 3. What are you doing? Jimmy Caleb- had 16. Jimmy wasn't even a dog in this game. Caleb Martin... Is shooting 63% in this series. And he's almost putting up 20 a game. It's nuts. What? It's absolutely nuts, bro. 
Like, that is remarkable. Caleb Martin is scoring more than Jalen Brown. He's scoring more than Jalen Brown. Nope. Like, how do you gain, how do you prep for that coming into this series? You don't. And I mean, listen, this Heat team has been great. They're shooting lights out right now. I don't know, but here's here's my like biggest thing. The Heat have been fantastic, and they deserve this 3-0 lead. This series is a complete and utter indictment on everything that the Celtics have created with this team. Because they are a defense-first team that has lost their defensive way. I don't know if it was the head coach switch. Obviously, they had head, head coaching stuff with Ime, and he, he can't yeah. keep his hands to himself, and that became a whole issue. Um, so they scramble. They get a new head coach. This team, really in the playoffs, has shown just absolute lapses defensively. And if you watch the third quarter yesterday or whenever this game was, they weren't playing. They, they, they were not playing. They weren't switching. They weren't like, they, they were late to every single switch. If Bam went into the paint, it was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus has arrived. <laughs> like, they, they were acting like Bam was like prime Boogie Cousins. That's how it feels like every time he's in the paint. And it's the way that the Heat are attacking their defense, obviously. And that's game planning. And the Celtics yeah. clearly don't have that game plan going on. But... Jalen Brown, maybe he's just sick and tired of being sick and tired and doesn't want to be here anymore. I don't know. Jason Tatum is not beating the not clutch narrative. And and that brings up a good question because if they do get swept, which still a very good possibility, and with the I know way I, they I, with I, the way they played in the second half yesterday, they're getting swept. They don't want this. Yeah. They don't care. I I, I say care. I confidently feel that it, it's five for each because again just with the caliber of players that you got, like how do you let yourself get swept this far in? How? There's got to be something that clicks. But I do feel it's still very much a possibility. Now, what happens with this core on the Celtics team if they do get swept in the conference finals? Are are you moving somebody? Are are you blowing it all up? Are you you still riding the the horse? You have Jason Tatum, you don't blow it up. But what winds up happening, and there's been rumors the whole second half of the season, is that Jalen Brown wants to leave. And he's a free agent Mm -hmm. after next season. So he's still got one more year. Uh, He's looking for an extension. Jalen Brown's going to get the max. He can actually officially now qualify for the Supermax. He was all NBA second team or third team this year. I don't remember. So he's a Supermax player now. (laughs) He's a super max player now. The (laughs) Celtics are going to have to look at this and be like, man, it's the second playoffs in a row. You haven't really been that good. And I don't know if it's like your dichotomy with Jason, which I've always felt like they're conflicting players. I've always felt that way because Jason obviously needs the ball. Jalen kind of needs the ball. Uh, I I don't know. I I think Jalen wants to leave. I don't know where. I, we've heard rumors of Houston. Uh, 
that doesn't work because he's going to have to get traded. So what has to happen is if you're the Celtics, you have to trade Jalen Brown and whoever else you can kind of get rid of and upgrade because this is a win-now roster. So you have to upgrade. Who is out there that can upgrade? Kevin Durant's now on Phoenix. He's off the table. You're not going to bring back Kyrie Irving. That's not happening. <laughs> Luke is not getting traded. No. So who's out there that's better than Jalen Brown that's even in the conversation of being traded? Damian Lillard? How do you make that happen? Yeah. <laughs> you got to trade Jalen and like four first. Like, how do you make that happen? Because as great as Jalen Brown is, and he's a stud in this league, he, he's no Damian Lillard. He's just not. There's there's levels to this, and he's not Dame. So what do you do to make this team better? That's I mean, that's your question, and it has to be that level of trait because they looked pretty bad against Philly, and they, they had no reason even being in the situation they were in down 3-2 to Philly. And maybe this is like prisoner of the moment, but this team is healthy. They are healthy. They are young I, still. Yeah, I, I do feel it's a little bit of that. But again, like, you, you guys have been together, and there's nothing to show for it. They've been the just... one finals. Like, at some point, this gets to be looked at as a failure because in the NBA, all we ever care about is championships, right? It's annoying, but it's the way it goes. It's all we ever care about. The Celtics core has been to the conference finals five times already. Only one championship appearance. And they kind of got mopped in it. Yeah. So it's like, and they got, and, and here's the crazy part too. They lose to a Warriors team. The Warriors were fantastic last year. It's the same team that came out this year pretty much. And they didn't look so great. Like uh, obviously they got clay back. It was a shot in the arm and they were yeah. ready. Um, I think we've seen the best that this current constructed roster can present. And and that's why I do feel like the, they blow up the core. Not, they don't blow up the whole team, but they blow up the core. And they 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 waited off of Jason Jason Tatum, so they keep him. Yeah. They try to move uh, Jalen, maybe even try to move Marcus, and just kind of forget about the core. Build off of Jalen. I mean, not Jalen. I'm sorry, Jason. And I see what happens because whatever has been happening is isn't the way to go. Well, Isn't the way to go, and how long do you keep on trying to push yeah. it? To At what it point push? is it insanity, right? Yeah, because now you're just torturing your fan base and your organization by trying to make this trio work that just hasn't. They've had every opportunity to, so what's going to change in the future? They've been good teams. In fact, great teams. Like, again, when, when they had e they were one of the best, if not the best, defensive team in the league. That should have brought them. It didn't. You got great scores on your team. That should do it. It doesn't. So, again, at what point are you going to do it? Like, you're not going to retool the whole um, roster and get deep like Denver. It's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was that was years of drafting and, like, good like that, moves that, that kind of made yeah. stuff work. Like, you can't bank off of having eight good players on your team. You can't do it. Yeah. You you better hope that That's you That's why Denver is so special. It doesn't happen. No. So, it, it it really comes a point where you just got to say, all right, this this ain't working. And if you can't, you're handcuffing yourself even more. So, so good luck. Who, who should they go after? 
off the top, like who is Jalen Brown have to get traded for? Because that's what's gonna happen, or should happen. Yeah. And like, who could they even make that happen with? Like, I, a guy off the top of my head that would be great. I feel like would be like a Paul George, but like, that's not happening. It's uh, not happening. And there's a lot of downgrades, right? Like, you could do a weird thing and get Julius Randle. Like, that doesn't push the needle in any way. You could... Miles Turner Maybe. doesn't help this team, even though the Pacers are never going to trade him, actually. <laughs> Isn't, um... I mean, there's been some stuff with Trey Young, like... They want him out. Like, maybe you try to link up Trey and Jason. I mean, uh, Jason. Like, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Like, it, it could work. It wouldn't it be could. that bad. Jason wouldn't play this point forward that he kind of plays, so that could yeah. maybe work. Um, but, I mean, at this point in time, Jalen Brown's a way better player than Trey Young. And 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 that's, that's the where, problem. That's the problem. Yeah. So, because Trey is still elite offensively, but he had a down year, and Jalen Brown's not that far off offensively from Trey, at least in my opinion. Maybe obviously in like creating, but like in efficiency and all that, he's not that far off. And then like the yeah. defensive gap is just massive. Um, I'd rather have Jalen personally. So, um, I don't know. There's not a lot of guys that kind of fit this because you already have your go-to score. So like that's not what you're going to go after. It's a weird league, man. It's a weird league because unless they don't even try to re- replace that position, they just try to. I know, like you, you brought up Phoenix and you you say KD, but maybe it's not KD. Maybe it's like DeAndre Aiden. And after what we just saw to Aiden, just get swallowed up by Nikola Jokic without caring for for five games, six games, whatever it was. Nah. That, that's Jokic. That's Jokic though. Robert Williams is <laughs> probably better than DeAndre Aiden at this point, anyway. So no, nah, I'm good. So I'm I'm just saying I'm I'm throwing stuff I, I'm, out, yeah, yeah. but I, I I really I really don't know, I really don't know, and hopefully they do. Hopefully they're seeing things because something has to happen. Because you're especially if you guys get swept, that is not a good look at all. At all. So how do you bring back the same team? that gets swept in the conference finals and tells tell your fans we're going to we be believe better in next this. year. We're going to be better. We believe in this. Let's go again. Swept by the 8 seed. Like the the easiest series they've had. There's a there's a world where the Heat win this game and the toughest series they had is against the New York Knicks who shot 38% as a team in the series. And that actually wasn't it was actually a very good series, despite like how bad both teams shot. I think those two teams were like, really, that was a fun series, despite like. It was a great mid off. It's a great mid off, and we yeah. expected it. Yeah. So. I mean, shout out Jimmy Butler. It sounds like we've been down on the Celtics board and we've been up in the heat. It's because it's true. We are. I'm very disappointed. Like I hate the Celtics. With every bone in my fiber. This was like, I wouldn't even pray for a downfall like this. <laughs> no, that's the thing. We hate them, but we, this, we respect like what they have and what they could be. Like they, we do. There's too much talent there, man. There's too much and, talent. And that, that's why we're just the way we are right now. Because like, what is y'all doing, baby? Like, come on. Yeah. You you got you just have to be better. You just have to be. Most most teams that don't win 
there's like an avenue where we can see improvement, whether it's even a team like the Timberwolves where, where it's like, man, Anthony Edwards was insane. That's who we need to build around. Cool. There's like a, there's a road where you can see it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Warriors, they go get one more guy. They don't need a star. If the Warriors go get one more guy that can score, which they're handcuffed a little bit money-wise, but they go get a guy that can put up 15 a game and space the floor a little bit, but also be able to create off a dribble, Warriors might be great next year. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Or they have, or they might just need Andrew Wiggins for a full year. It might just be that. Like, there's a path. Uh, the Suns, get a good draft class and hope they're effective. Like, get, get a little bit deeper. There's a route. Or, like, somehow get rid of that Chris Paul contract, which will not happen, sadly. Uh, no. The Knicks need a shooter. Get them a shooter. They'd be up 3-0 against this Boston team right now. So th- there's routes. Um, maybe not for the 76ers. I think they might be cooked at this point. Uh, they're, they're cooked. Hard, Harden's on the Harden's way out. Yeah, so they might they might be cooked. I mean, cooked's a strong word because you have Joel Embiid on that team. And... It really all depends who they get as a coach because I, I do think a lot of their struggles are also... With that as well. You've seen way worse rosters win championships. Yeah. Nick Nurse took a pretty young and like kind of a weird Raptors team and made the impossible happen. So maybe he would be good there. I don't know. But I expect also, I I don't know why I always forget the, the new Celtics head coach's name because I just don't care about him. Uh, I expect him to get fired if they get swept as well. Or even if they gentlemen swept, I expect him to get fired. Because this series is on him at the end of the day. There was just no adjustments. This was bad. If this was a year-long coaching tryout, he failed. (laughs) He didn't make the team. Um, And this will be the most amount of high-quality teams with head coaching vacancies. Maybe in the history of sports, like American sports. Because you'll have the 76ers open, Boston open, then you'll have the Suns open, you'll have the Bucks open. Those are four top four teams in their respective <laughs> conferences. But the Knicks should be open too. Get get rid of Tibbs. <laughs> Tibbs wasn't the issue. They, they didn't. Shoot I, well. I I agree. I agree. Like, <laughs> I, when you, I don't when think he was the issue either. But I don't think he fits the team. Uh, that's it. When you if see you like Mike Boonholzer that... like available like. Just go get yeah. it. So I, I, I feel you. I hear you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, sometimes deals, you don't have to be the bottom of the barrel to get don't, fired. Don't let a girlfriend stop you from finding a wife. That's the saying. It's, it's exactly. not a good saying. I hate it, but it's kind it's of It's a great saying. You could be happy. <laughs> go, go find happiness. Go find happiness. <laughs> you can be having don't, fun. Don't go just find... be happy. Go find happiness. Exactly. And <laughs> I mean, that's Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. <laughs> Don't let your girlfriend stop you from finding your wife. I don't know how that works. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> Do we can we get some weird goofy trade where like Jalen gets sent to the to the Timberwolves for cat and like a bunch of picks? 
You send like two first and cat over to the Celtics. I don't know. How, I, I don't know how that would work. Tell me that doesn't make both teams better. It does. If cat like comes and plays, which I but I I do not think cat could handle being in Boston. Yeah, he'd be getting yelled at. He's, had that, a, he's, that boy, he's also had a somebody, rough go, so like I wouldn't. Yeah. Again, also, we, also instant KD or KG, like you'd have to live up to that, and that's not fun. And yeah, I I don't see Cat being able to have that dog in him with like a big market team like that. That's I, fair. I just don't. That's fair. No, no hate on him. Like, but I feel player. like that could maybe be a route. It's like it the could. only one I can think of. I don't know. That would help both teams a lot too. I think the Timberwolves would get way better, way better. With Jalen yeah. Brown and Cap. Which is why I think they would have to give him more picks, too. <laughs> like, they'd have to give up a bunch. I don't know. But, but once again, we, we go into a soap opera offseason for the NBA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, again, just the coaching vacancies. Now, once you start getting new coaches, you're going to start seeing some guys request trades behind closed doors. And then trades are going to happen because now, all of a sudden, Budenholzer is the coach of the Suns. And he's like, yeah, DeAndre Ayton, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> And he gets them out of there. So, I mean, that's just how that goes sometimes. But we will have a pretty surprising NBA Finals with the Heat and the Nuggets coming up uh, whenever those become official. And again, I will eat a boot. Not a boot. I will eat a shoe on here if next week I come in and it is Nuggets Celtics. Because <laughs> the Lakers ain't winning that one. I'm going to tell you that right now. So, if, if anybody's doing it, it will be the Celtics. They ain't going to either. But. I agree. So I'll I'll get the the barbecue sauce and the salt ready for for the shoe if that happens. But Heat Nuggets will be a weird one. I don't like the Heat at all in there. I'm I don't either. Stack and, with you. <laughs> I don't like the Heat the, at all. If the Heat that. are able to make that happen, you're the best team of all time. Well, not okay. the best team of all time. The best no, run of all time. No, you're the best team of all time. You're the best team of all time. It would be the best <laughs> run of all time, though. They beat, they would, that means they would beat a one seed, a five seed, a two, and a one. And yeah. they would have beaten the three best records in the league in doing that. Yeah, and that that's as impressive as it can get. Yeah, and, and I did see a quick TikTok before we get out of here that, that gave me a, a quick history repeating itself that I liked and I wanted to uh, share real quick. Yeah. The New York Knicks are the only team to make the finals as an eight seed, right? Mm-hmm. They beat the one seed. They won their next round. They beat the two seed. They made the finals. Who did they play in that finals? The San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. The San Antonio Spurs, in their entire existence as an organization, had never been to the finals until they faced the New York Knicks. The Spurs now have five or six championships. And it was the beginning of a 20-year-long playoff, consistent, consistently making the playoffs, having several Hall of Famers, and becoming one of the best dynasties in sports ever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the Denver Nuggets are going to become the San Antonio Spurs and Mike Malone will become Greg Popovich and Jokic becomes Tim Duncan and Jamal Murray becomes... Tony Parker. I'm not saying that. But it's really, really similar. 
is all that's that I'm saying. It's their first time ever. They've never been. They have an all-time great already at at power forward, center, whatever you call them. And Jamal Murray is a is a damn good guard. They can go How many get a years has uh, Jokic been in the league? I think seven, seven or eight. It's an easy search. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I'm pretty sure seven. Uh, from uh, 2016. So, quick maths is seven. I'm so good. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So, and how how long um, oh, no. into their career? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm just connecting the dots here. I want to see how how long Timmy and the boys were were in the league before they made it. It was the, it was the '98 team, so '98. Yeah, so first year. It was, but we're not looking at Tim. We're looking at David Robertson. Uh, you're, Robertson. you're right. I said David Robertson, the pitcher. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a boy in baseball mode. I am in baseball <laughs> mode, honestly. Um. Okay. So he he was he was around for a little minute before okay, that, okay, but. Okay. It was 10 years. He didn't play his first two because Navy, so salute. But um, I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying. Aaron Gordon is Tim Duncan confirmed. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for today. Um, y'all make sure to follow us on Instagram at Spectators Media. Please do because do not listen to another second of this. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Go follow us at Spectators Media. We'll be back next Monday, and uh, hopefully we'll be like three games into the finals by that point. So uh, we'll see you guys next time, and uh, take it easy.